0: To stay on top in business, stay on top of your technology with the new Business Desk podcast, the business of tech. Listen on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, my daughter's in Queenstown with a friend and her family at the moment, as I said, and she's been Snapchatting me all these pictures of all the shop and cafe windows with all the staff wanted signs everywhere. And I haven't forgotten about the plight of Queenstown because we're still here regularly. From many business owners down there still exasperated and many of the visitors who return from there, of course, have tales to tell. And all the same tale, sadly, that it's a gut-wrenching time of heartbroken owner-operators struggling to get by with no staff. For many who repeat visitors or batch owners there, it's sadness at what's become of the place, a once-bustling, vibrant city with an international feel... Now it's the same old story all the time. Late check-ins because rooms aren't ready, the lack of housekeeping services, the lack of staff, the inexperience of the staff they do have, the shut shops, the closed cafes. I mean, none of this is new, of course, but the fact it's still going on is heartbreaking. It just hasn't been fixed. They're still waiting and waiting and waiting, and crickets are chirping. Someone wrote to me just yesterday about their time in Queenstown last week. They said they'd attended a conference there. And it was abundantly clear, they said, that thousands of employees were still required for the hospo hotel scene. They mentioned all the staff wanted signs everywhere as well. Cafes and hotels, they said, had delays. Their room wasn't ready until 4pm, they were told. And when it was, um, they were advised it wouldn't be serviced. On top of that, they said there's still massive amounts of work still being done on the roads (coughs) and walkways, Excuse me, including along the lakefront. They said you couldn't get into some of the shops because of it. And one whole block of public toilets was closed putting huge pressure on the one remaining block, which, as the emailer pointed out, you know, it's all well and good for relaxed Kiwi holidaymakers who might not mind putting up with a bit of inconvenience. But will international guests be so patient? You know, it's classically Kiwi to be all, no worries, mate, about it. But what if you've travelled a very long way to be there, paid a lot of money for not a lot of service? I mean, the cafe workers, they're all doing their best under trying circumstances, but with the buzz of visitors returning, so too does service need to keep up. And it can't if there's just literally no one to do the serving. You know, I think the government's still moving too slowly here. The Immigration Department seems unable to keep pace, despite hiring all those extra people to clear the backlogs at immigration. You know, we still have a backlog of 36,000 international tourists waiting for their visitor visas. We've only just opened up the country to more chefs by reducing the qualification component, and it's a gamble whether they'll get here in time or even want to come. So the punish for places like Queenstown, is on the one hand, you know, great to have borders open to be able to welcome back tourists, but they're still hamstrung, on the other hand, by an immigration department that can't process enough visas to let all the tourists in who want to come and who can't seem to fast-track enough workers into key areas where they're still crying out for them. So it's a real shame. Hawksby. And it's not for lack of trying. I really feel for them. Uh, so. On the-